Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Good Word. And as we say, a good word a day keeps the devil away. Today's episode is super spontaneous because I was just reading in my Bible. And as usual, the Lord reveals something. And I was like, okay. Because I've been thinking of making an episode for like a month now. And I never got to doing it because I just had this one scripture that I read previously. And I was like, oh, I have to make an episode about this. I have to speak about this on my podcast. But I didn't have like enough content i felt like but now i feel like okay i have something so i'm gonna share something with you guys today so i hope you'll pay attention because <laughs> i feel like this is something the lord has put on my heart and for the last weeks i've kind of been a lot away and like not been in my city not in my apartment and i was with my friends last week in a city and i had a really great conversation with a friend of mine and we were just talking about like serving god and being in ministry and doing things for God and I would and I was talking about you know how I came to the decision of investing the time that I'm investing now in church and I was telling her like you know yeah you know I just have all these things that I can do and that I want to do and I was just I'm just going for it you know I'm just giving God everything that I have just giving God everything that I'm thinking of every single idea that I have in my head and I'm like yeah why not why not go for it you know why not give God everything that I have and all my ideas you know because he's the one that plants them in my head and then I was talking to her and we were t- saying like, hey, but if you would die today, would you be content with where you, where you are at now with God? If you would die today, would you be content of what you've invested in your in God's kingdom? Would you be inve- Would you be content with your ministries, with what you're doing for His kingdom and expanding His kingdom, or would you have regrets? And why? And why not? Like, why would you have regrets? You know, if, if you're serving God. Is there some areas of your life that you have not yet surrendered to God? And are there some things that God has put in your heart and spoken to you that you know you should act on, but you haven't acted on? Because this was such a convicting moment for me when I was trying to figure out which ministry to step into. It. I was like, ah, oh, but, you know, why not just go for it? You know, because if God has put, has put it on my heart and given me this idea, given me this thought, then why shouldn't I just go for it? You know, and then you know once you act, if it's right or if it's wrong. And... I feel like so many times we can get caught up in the thoughts of just... We get caught up in the cycle of always trying to plan every single thing out. And being like, oh yeah, but you know, how is it going to look like? Blah, 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 blah. How am I going to do it? How much am I going to invest in this? And it's like, just do it. Like, do like Nike says and just do it. (laughs) Okay? Just do it. (laughs) It's so simple. It's three words. Just do it. It's call to action just do it just do what god is calling you to do be like nike for once like i'm not i'm not supporting everything that nike is doing but just just when god speaks something and you have something on your heart then just do it because it's so important to act on the things that god has put in your heart and i was just reading it today actually in my quiet time and it's in first chronicles chapter 17 verse 2 and it says, Then Nathan said, un- Nathan said unto David, Do all that is in your heart, for God is with you. And for those of you that know a little bit of Bible context and history, is that David is called a, a man after God's heart. He was walking in God's will. Even though he messed up and made some mistakes, sometimes he was called a man after God's heart. Because God had put his desires into his heart. You know, when Ezekiel talks 
about how God will give us a new heart, a heart of flesh instead of a heart of stone, and He will put our spirit within us. This is what it's talking about, that God will give us new desires, new visions, and new desires to be walking in His will and to do the things that He wants us to do, where it's no longer our fleshly desires, but spiritual desires that are working towards something bigger, that are working towards the goal of finishing the race and expanding his kingdom here on earth, establishing people for his kingdom, preaching the gospel and living just for God, being a living sacrifice. God is our heavenly father and we are his children and God wants to give good gifts to his children like we read in the New Testament when we're talking about the Holy Spirit and being baptized in the Holy Spirit. You who are evil, who know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more Will not God give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? Like, God wants to give us good gifts. He is the good gift giver. Like in James 5, 7, it says, All good and perfect things are from above. Maybe the reason why you're not walking in blessing and maybe the reason why you're not feeling content where you are right now is because you haven't yet surrendered. Because you haven't yet really, like, talked to God. Like, God, this is what I want. And sometimes it's not in his will, but I really believe that God puts godly desires into our hearts so we not let's not be scared to act on the things that he speaks. Because God is always willing. He's always willing and he wants to give good gifts to his children. If we read in the New Testament, we can see that God is always willing. Also in the Old Testament, God is a God of action. He is a personal God who steps in and yeah, he just like is the definition of carpe diem you know <laughs> he is acting he is personal and he is and in the new testament we see as well that jesus is acting jesus is willing when for instance we see all the miracles and there are people who are asking him like hey can you heal me and he says yes i am willing then it's like asking this person also are you willing you know because Sometimes we need to give up something, sometimes we need to sacrifice something or we need to let go of something and we need to let go of the control of always having to know what is going to be or maybe we even think that we can't do it or we are not enough. Why would God give me this desire? No, I can't do this. God has a plan, God has a way and don't trust yourself, don't lean not on your own understanding. Proverbs 3 verse 5 to 6 says, hey, commit your ways unto the Lord and lean not on your own understanding. He will direct your path. Like He will direct your path. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will direct your path. It's not a maybe. It's not a, mm, if you do this, then yeah. It's not, no. It's when you surrender your ways unto the Lord to the Lord. He will direct you. He will show you what the way is. He will show you what your next step is. Even though you might not have the whole road in front of you and the whole GPS route in front of you, He will tell you when you're supposed to go to the left, when you're supposed to go to the right, and for how long. You might not always know. It's just okay. You stay straight on google maps <laughs> you stay straight and you know sometimes the gps is silent you know when you're going correctly and it's like okay you're supposed to stay on this road or on the highway for like 30 kilometers and it doesn't say anything for a while and then when it's coming to the point where it's closing in the distance is closing in and you're supposed to turn to the left or turn to the right or 
go somewhere else in a different direction, go in the roundabout and then take the second exit. That's when the GPS lady, like Siri or whatever, <laughs> starts talking and tells you, hey, now you're supposed to act. Now you're supposed to change the direction or maybe not even just change it, just slightly just tilt the wheel, you know, so that you can just continue in the right direction but maybe you will have to turn to the left maybe you'll go to the right you don't know always but god will show it he will show it and he will prove it to you and i was just reminded of mary you know uh, as once she gave birth to jesus and the wise men were speaking over jesus and talking into her life about jesus and brought them gifts you know brought the gifts it says that mary hid the words in her heart And I think that's so beautiful because I think we should do the same things, you know. If Mary hid the things that people spoke about Jesus and spoke into her life and hid them in her hearts, that means they really spoke to her. And that means that she took care of those words. She, she nurtured those words. She didn't just throw them away. So the same way we should hide the words in our hearts that God speaks, you know. Why wouldn't we think that God speaks to us? Because he can put things on our hearts, not necessarily through words, but he can lay burdens or desires into your hearts and plant thoughts into your head for where he wants you to go, to direct you into the right direction, to show you, hey, this might be an idea, this might be a thing that, that you could do, you know? But you also, he leaves you with the choice to choose what you want to do. Like, he doesn't force himself And that's also how sometimes I think the reason why we feel discontent where we are because we are not walking directly in the will of God. We're not walking exactly where we're supposed to be. And even though God blesses us where we are and all things work out for the good, if you're not walking in the middle of God's will, I think you'll know because you will definitely know when you are in the middle of God's will because then you will see things breaking out. You will see things happening and you just know with this clarity and with this uh, revelation upon you and this peace in your heart, this understanding in your mind that God has revealed to you that by His Spirit you know you're in the right place at that time. And you might be in a different place now than you'll be in three years. It doesn't matter because as long as you are where God wants you to be, you'll be content Because you know that this is where God wants you. This is what he wants for you. And you will have other desires. I was reading a couple of weeks ago in the book of Kings, you know, how Solomon, he was such a wise man and he was walking in God's ways for some time. But once God gave him so much wisdom and gave him riches, he's hard hearted and he turned away from God because he thought he was someone. He thought... He was better than God or he thought that because God has not given him these things. He's such a such a good person or whatever. He became prideful in his heart. And it's like, why did Solomon turn away from God when God was blessing him, you know, and giving him, his, him all these things? And I believe that maybe God wasn't on the throne of Solomon's heart to begin with. You know, he was the God of his father, David, and he was the God of Israel and the God of Jacob and the God of you know Abraham and those people before him but was he really Solomon's God 
or was it just someone that Solomon was using, you know, so that he can earn fame and, 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 and pride and become prideful in his character and who he was? That's why he died, you know, because he, he became prideful. So who really sits on the throne of your heart? Because if God is on the throne of your heart, you will have his desires and, and, and strive to live and go and do what he has for you. And we know that God has so many crazy, amazing promises for us. And so many things that we know will happen for those who believe, aka us Christians. And by the way, the word Christian comes from the Greek word Christianos, which means little Christ. The first disciples of Jesus were so similar to Jesus in the way that they acted, talked, and behaved that the people called them little Christ. Little Jesus, little Jesus is just walking around after Jesus' time because they were acting exactly the way Jesus was. Or similarly, of course, they weren't Jesus, but they were so similar to Jesus that they were called little Christ's. That's what we're called to do. We're called to be Christians. We're called to live in faith, called to live an active lifestyle of obedience, surrender, and to actively pick up our cross and follow him. Jesus says in the Gospels, take up your cross and follow me. When? How often? Once a week? On Sundays? At youth meetings? Or when you're in a friend group? No, it says every day. Take up your cross daily and follow me. And following God may look like different things for different people because God has different specific callings, different specific directions for some people. But we also have this mutual calling for all Christians, which is first and foremost to spread the gospel and to like the great commissions and everything. But living a life of surrender, living a life committed to God will be so worth it. And it always requires sacrifice. It always requires that you have to give up some sort of control. And I think that it's also very beautiful if you actually think about it. Because we are his children and he is our father. And children always have blind faith. Or at least like young children, you know. This is why Jesus said, hey, let all these come to me. And let them come to me as children. And we should come to him as children in order to be able to inherit the kingdom of God. Because children have blind faith in their parents. They trust whatever they say, whatever they do. They throw themselves onto their parents, trusting that they will catch, they will be caught by their parents. That their parents will now lift them up or, and spin them around or do something. Because that is how our father is. He's our heavenly father and he's a good, good father. And he leads us beside the still waters. He leads us on paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Psalm 23, there are so many promises in the Bible that says that God will direct us on the right path. But if your heart is not in the right place, then how can he lead you into the right, onto the right path? Because if your heart is full of worldly desires, you're obviously going to walk on the wide road instead of the narrow road. But something that I read today in First Chronicles Chapter 18, verse 13, was that the Lord preserved David wherever he went. And for context, it was because God, because David was walking in God's will. And he had the desires of God in his heart. And he was acting on them, walking in God's will, actively repenting 
and seeking God and asking God, hey, what, what, what does God want? And he was listening to God's voice when he spoke and acting on what God was speaking. And thus the Lord preserved David wherever he went. So I believe wherever we may go, wherever we may be, in whatever season you may be, God will preserve you wherever you are. He will grow you, he will mature you, and he will prepare you for the next season, for what he has. And even if it is a season of waiting, if it's a season of suffering, if it's a season of desert or a dry season or a fruitful season, we know that the harvest is ready. And maybe sometimes you are the person to sow the seeds into the fields that you are and somebody else will get to see and harvest the blessing. But not every blessing, not every harvest is for you. And it's different seasons. You can be in one place at one time and then God will bring you to the next one and every season the season that you are in right now will prepare you for the next one and it's so crazy because I've seen that in my own life how every season that I've been in before has prepared me for the season that came after that even though I was I didn't see the purpose and the meaning of the season that I was going through in that moment but once I stepped into the next one I was like ah I was so grateful actually for that thing that happened that thing that was that made me so sad or that sucked and that I was crying over you know because it helped me to grow closer to God and to seek him and to let him do a change in my heart and to convict me of things that I needed to repent of and that I areas that I needed to grow where I needed to grow in faith and and surrender giving up control and just giving God everything that I have that's the season that are those are the seasons that i'm so grateful for because we know that there are so many kinds of seasons and every season is a blessing you know we have we have fall we have winter we have spring we have summer and every single season is beautiful even though winter may not be your favorite season it's still a beautiful season and it and it makes you look forward to spring so much when it's like cold and dark and gloomy and it's snowing and it's freezing it makes you look forward and appreciate, hopefully appreciate more when the spring comes and the summer comes and it's warm and you can just see the harvest. And, you know, it's when in the spring when everyone is sowing, you know, it's not, you can't sow it immediately after, you can't harvest it immediately after sowing it. It's different seasons. You, you sow it in the spring and you harvest it in the fall. That's the, like fall is the harvesting, harvesting season. So just be patient and trust in God. Keep the things in your heart that God speaks to you and act on them. Don't let them stay in your heart. Keep them in your heart. Preserve them, like steward them. But don't forget to act on them. God is giving us so many promises of his faithfulness that he is with us. God's name is even Emmanuel, which means God with us. He is with us. And when God speaks, he doesn't make a mistake. God doesn't speak one thing and then changes his mind and says, I know, don't do it. When God speaks, he knows what he's saying. He knows what he's talking about. He knows what he's doing. And when God speaks, he speaks life. That's how he created the earth, through his word. And God creates life. God is the life giver. So trust in the Lord and surrender your ways to him. Commit your way unto him and he will direct your paths. And have faith. Have faith. Have, a, have childlike faith and trust in your heavenly father. 
and everything will work out for the good. So guys, that is what I had for today. Be blessed and remember what I said. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him and He will direct your paths. Stay blessed and until next time, guys.